0: Mango Mustache Media. L A S. You're listening to
1: One Word Stories. Brought to you by. Hey, Tim. Hey, Logan, how are you? I'm doing all right. I'm really excited to host some new episodes of From One Dad to Another with you.
0: Yeah, me too. It's the highlight of my week. It sounds like it. There's it a lot is. of energy coming through. I know. Here. Sorry, I just ate a <laughs> bunch of bread from Texas Roadhouse. Where did you get a bunch of bread from Texas Roadhouse? Well, it was just sitting on the table when I walked in, and there was this guy who was also sitting at the table. He's still here.
1: Yeah. What are you doing here, guy? Who are you? I'm still here. It's Alex from Texas Roadhouse. Alex from Texas Roadhouse? You didn't see me sitting here?
0: No. no. Well, no. I mean, I saw you after I'd stuffed my face with bread so what are you what are you here for
1: uh we partnered with you guys don't you
0: remember oh yeah that's right i totally checked that email over the
1: next month we're going to be giving away free dinners for two to people who write into the show and what are they going to write about logan if you send us your best or worst dining out story with children and there's a lot of them there's a lot of them We will pick a story every single week, we'll read it on the show, and then that person will win a free dinner for two for a date night out at Texas Roadhouse, away from the kids.
0: That's right, so don't bring your children on your date night. That's the whole point of all of this. Texas Roadhouse. Alex from Texas Roadhouse, what are they going to do? Oh, they They
1: can uh, enjoy some hand-cut steaks, fall-off-the-bone ribs, legendary margaritas, ice-cold beer, absolutely, for the dad. Uh, We have made-from-scratch sides and dressings as well as fresh-baked bread. Can't go without that. The fresh-baked bread. I've heard about it. I smell yeah. it right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I Well, that's because I, I burped. <laughs> and
1: people can send in those stories, best or worst dining out stories. Email me, logan, at lasgroup.net or go to laspodcastnetwork.com and fill out one of the contact forms there.
0: We'll go ahead and get your story, and we will read four of our favorites on the show over the next four weeks. And we're super excited to, to hear your best and or worst stories. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Alex from Texas Roadhouse. Thanks a lot.
2: Welcome, welcome, welcome to One Word Stories. I'm Alex Schulte. Uh, This is the show where we take one word and let it inspire the stories we tell. And as always, I'm joined by one of my best pals of all time. It's Jake Trumper. What's up, Jake? Hi, how's it going, Alex? Dude, it's it's going all right. It's going all right. And you know, we are we are graced with the presence of another today.
3: She was roasting me right before this came she, on. She
2: was roasting you, and that's actually part of one of the things that I love about her is that she just doesn't hold back just the punches.
3: Met. Just met. Literally just met. It was like, Hey, how's it going? She goes, Hey, how's it going, college dropout? But I'm like, she, Oh, she
2: does a great job of pain. like of like hurting you, but like you know that she's also <laughs> Kind of awesome. Oh, she's amazing. So, so we are joined by um, someone who has flown away from home and has, has gone off into the big leagues and hopefully will remember our name when she is as, as famous as the person she's working with right now. Dare I say their name? Bruce Springsteen? <laughs> Hollywood, da, 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 Hollywood. She is working at a Broadway firm Broadway. promoting the biggest shows that you've ever heard of Broadway. over in the Big Apple. We're joined today by Ellie Detweiler.
4: Yeah. Hi. Hi Ellie. Hi buds. Yeah. Welcome, to,
2: welcome to One Word Stories. How are you doing?
4: You know, I'm good, but I just want to make the audience aware that I'm really sorry for saying that. I just no. feel <laughs> that was the funniest
3: thing ever. Because like, I'm not, I'm oh, not actually hurt by it. Like, because I, I actually am like,
4: uh, wait, proud you- to be a college dropout. Hold
2: on, are we apologizing for coming in too early, or are we apologizing for? Grilling Jake for his lack of education.
4: I guess both. I apologize for not understanding oh. the segment. That it. it was not my turn That's to That's my fault for not letting you know that there was going to be a
2: cool song. Yeah, that song one's on Alex. Right, before I said your, right after I said your name. Do That's... you
4: cut that out, or is that...
2: Yeah, actually. Well, now we got to keep it in because we referenced it. So, yeah. Like, okay. Just it's, like, we got to keep happen. going. Shoot. Ellie, I am so happy to have you here because, you know what? Honestly, your energy is just like, honestly, something special. You always have just such a positive... Aura around you at all times. I don't know if you ever get sad, but it seems like you don't.
4: <laughs> yes, I get sad. Yes. That's the answer to that question. Well, it seems like you we're never... We're going to get me to cry early on in this episode. I am episode. not trying to
2: get there at of all. What makes you sad?
4: I cry at Look. almost every movie I watch. Okay. Oh, That's,
2: I do too. I do too. Does that mean we're inherently sad or does that mean we're just empathetic?
4: Empathetic. Did you cry at Luca?
2: I did. I okay. did cry in the new Pixar movie, Luca. <laughs>
4: I cried just a tiny, tiny bit there. Yeah, I didn't think I was going to. I was watching it the whole
2: time, and I'm like, ah, this movie's not going to get me. And then the end. Hey, Alex. Just a sentimental moment. Hey, Alex. Hey, Jake. Should we say what the word is today? Oh, shoot. Before we get too far into today's episode, um, shall we get Al Betker in here to to present the word?
1: Today's episode is brought to you by the word...
2: Home. (laughs) I don't know why I said it like that
1: what
4: Why nothing nothing, nothing. I I we were just discussing discussing w- do you discussing know sign what? language uh, I studied it for like a year during summer school and then just a little bit in college, but otherwise Because while
3: Alex was doing that, you said thank you. I and did. So then I said, hi, how are you? Yeah, and I do I like, very, very wow. minimal. Oh my God. You guys are doing sign language
2: well, on the podcast.
3: I learned, I, I learned sign language in middle school because one of my friends was deaf. There you so go. I was trying to learn it. So I'm a little rusty. I haven't had to do it in
2: forever. I was like, oh my God, it sign It looks great. Language. Thank you. It's really great. cool. Yeah. If you guys signed, then um, deaf people can listen to the podcast.
3: Boo! Get off the stage. And We will boo. be. Do you want nope. a tomato Was to that... throw at him? Okay,
2: so uh, hot tea. I want to talk about home today because uh, look, Ellie. great song. <laughs> <laughs> what is that a boo? It's
3: an angry crowd. Is that at you? an angry crowd? You're at my... performing in a stadium, apparently. <laughs> <and> every, <laughs> it's you're, my show. You walk in. There we go. It's
2: <laughs> now <laughs> I've got a yeah. classroom of three year olds. Boo. <laughs>
3: Oh my gosh, they're fifth graders. Oh Alex, you go from performing in arenas to like elementary school <laughs> classrooms in, in the span it's, of seconds. It, yeah, well, it's-
1: Alex, I actually was looking for a sound effect yeah. similar to that um, that I'm going to play every time you forget that you need to keep your microphone three, three fingers, fingers away from I knew your mouth, what he was say it. I knew uh, which it. you forgot instantly when I we started this episode. i
2: love to put my lips
3: under microphone. That's why I'm glad I never used that mic.
4: Is that mic more responsive than others? No, it's, no, just, it's just I don't want to... Oh, my, he spits. My germs. Yeah. <gasps>
2: my germs.
4: Yeah. But also, he sounds
1: better if he's a couple inches removed from mm-hmm. the microphone.
2: Alright, well, I'm going to try to sit back here. I'm going to turn my headset up a little bit you because need, I am deaf.
3: You need to take a step back from the mic, just like sometimes people need to stay. take a step back from home. was going to say, th-
2: what's our word again? Beautiful home. segue, Jake. <laughs> I, I I really appreciate that. I feel like I'm balancing on two wheels and, and a tourist in a town that is not my own. That segue was so good.
3: And you and you used to do Segway tours in Chicago, in Chicago when you left home. And,
2: wow. Sub, the segue was incredible. Wow, Jake, you were on fire, man. Bing bong. Similar oh, to bro. the way Segways were when they first got released. Yay! We found the joke. And, Thank you, audience. And the creator of the segue guide, so, right? He did on a on a Segway, Like flew off the cliff on a Segway. Oh or something like yes. that. Somebody found him while walking their dog. Oh yeah. My yeah. Well. Anyway, so today we're talking about home because <laughs> Ellie, you are a a person who has flown away from home to your new home. Jake, you're a person that's always wanted to leave home, but you keep finding opportunities here Uh, that that keep you home. And then I'm a person who's found another home somewhere else, and then I came back to home as well. So home...
3: What qualifies as home? Because technically, you want to, real quick, do you know how obsessed I am with staying home? I drive three hours a day to work. And home, just to come back to home. So I don't want to move out of Cedar Rapids. Yeah. I was
4: not aware of that. We should have done a little get to know each other before. Yeah,
3: yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Jake but,
4: works in Danny. Quad Cities.
3: I work in the Quad Cities, and I make that drive every day because that's how much I love Cedar Rapids <laughs> and love. You're from home. the Quad Cities originally. No, just... I'm from Cedar. I'm from. I grew up in Solon, and we, we moved we to Cedar to, Rapids to Wash, and then we're Washington graduates. And then I got a job up, in, I wanted to move to like. Hollywood and be like an actor and Still everything. Still could. Wow. Still could, but then I just, I'm like, it's scary because you get a job that's like a really good job and you're like, yeah, I probably don't want to leave this for like the, I want to be an actor as you yeah. are working a salary job. You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there there's definitely, risk it. There's some sacrifice Thank and you. risk, yeah, that goes along with, with working in the entertainment business if you are moving to these big cities. But if you've got a job waiting for you, that's a whole mm-hmm. other thing, mm-hmm. right? So, actually, that's brings up a great question that i have for you is ellie you didn't move away until you had these jobs or did you just take this leap of faith go out there and well, how did this how did this all come about yeah how did you i get this amazing job literally working for broadway
4: yeah i made the decision early on that i wouldn't move out to new york until i had a job i was just way too concerned with financial things there and getting stuck there with nothing to do i mm-hmm. don't do well like with no job or not yeah. having something to do um and then my last semester at college, I applied for my dream job and I got it and decided to move <laughs> out there. It's that easy, folks. Right. That easy. It's, it's, it's a, it's a four-step process, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. And then I moved out in the same week. I graduated college, had my 22nd birthday, and moved to New York what and week? started my dream job in a week, which is very nuts and so I had a lot going on so moving to New York like it didn't really register with me until like the second week I got there that I was actually on my own there but
2: did did you were you actually on your own there did you know anybody
4: I had I have family in New Jersey but otherwise I did not know no I don't think I knew anybody in the city there was one friend like acquaintance that I knew that I told I was moving there but otherwise I was all alone Mm. what was that like it was, it was lonely, but I was just so busy with work and there was so much to do and so many places I wanted to see that I kind of kept myself occupied for the first two months, and, but I was living fully alone. I didn't live with anybody for the first two months. And so that was just Which is like, not
2: usually what happens to people when they move to no. big cities. You usually, t- just to afford these places, you got to find a, a roommate.
4: Yeah. Did and you move up in 2019? December, 2019. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Oof. Were you also there? Is that how you know? Did we see <laughs> yeah, each other there? I think I well, saw you. December well, tw- y- 2019. Yeah.
3: December 5th, uh, wait, wait.
4: 2019. Wait, how did
3: you... Walk- late, no. late how-, oh.
2: how did you call out that... Mo- was that...
3: Did well, you- she's 23 that- years old, and then she said, I moved up there when I was 22. I got my job at B100 when I was 22, and I was like, oh, I got it in December of 2019. So I was like, she probably got it in 2019.
2: Sorry, <laughs> I just kicked you, Ellie. Um, Wait, but that- I just feel like that was a random... That was a good guess. We got each other's Thank level. Wow, we know we're each on other. the same page. You guys are on the same uh, wavelength there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so... Did it ever settle in that you're just like in this new place with no one that you've known before, though?
4: I think it kind of settled in then the last two weeks I was there before COVID hit and had to move back to Cedar Rapids when ah, I right. was I had signed my lease and had just started living with two other roommates in the city. And then two weeks later, I was leaving, but still paying for that yearly lease, which is ah, a real pain in the butt. For real. Um, But I think when I started living with, two other people and just started getting busier and was going to more events and I don't know I think it became a little more real then but especially that last week once COVID hit I was like oh my gosh I might have to leave this place which I originally only thought was going to be right. for two weeks or so right. and then I had to go back out fly out there again to pack up all my stuff and come home.
2: So at this point has New York even felt like home yet?
4: I, I wanted it to yeah. I had visited New York a lot in high school and so and I'm somebody that whenever I travel, I never want to be seen as a tourist. So, like, I will completely <laughs> dive into their culture as much as I can. If, you know, like, in New York, whenever we visited, I would wear all black and keep my head down is, and have no Midwestern. Is that what they do in New York? Like, they just wear all black? Yes. Yes. But it's so chic there. Like, it's oh. so cool. And the trench coats. I bought a trench coat before oh. I moved to New York. Trenchy, I wore that a lot. But, yeah.
2: Did you start talking with an accent?
4: No, I do have a nice Boston accent that I won't be doing on this podcast, but I'm though.
3: walking if, here. Hey, I'm <laughs> walking exactly here. That's exactly
4: it. That's New York, right? Isn't that taxi well, driver from New York? Yeah, it, or wait, no, yeah, that's, taxi
3: driver. That's not, Dustin Hoffman. Uh, yeah, not taxi driver. In though.
2: something or other.
3: Midnight you Cowboy, right? Yes. Is that right? I, I yeah. don't know. It, yeah, it's not taxi driver.
2: Midnight Cowboy, yeah. Dustin
3: Hoffman. I'm hey. walking here. I'm walking here. And he hits the taxi. Yep, yep. That's why you're thinking taxi driver. It's okay. We that all is, make mistakes, Alex. That is. That are,
1: are we just going to brush over the fact that Ellie named her trench coat?
3: Yeah, she named oh, it Trenchy. She, yeah, by the, the just, way. Wait. What? She said, I bought a trench coat. I wore a trenchy. And I was like, ah, it's Alex's show. He can call Sorry, yeah. out if he wants. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: definitely missed that because I, guess I, I definitely, definitely that put that
4: Just because that's just what it's always been named that. We're just at least just walking around like Dora the Explorer until New
2: York City. She's like, she's like, uh,
3: I don't, I, I like to get myself into the culture, except when I name my trench coat. That's that's still a little bit of Iowa. That's the little bit of Iowa left. That's the Midwestern me. vibe yes. I'm giving. Come off. on, Trenchy, yeah.
2: let's, let's go. go. Oh, Do let's... You see the Big Apple? What's that? Empire State Building. Uh, no, I don't really is there right. on the subway? Is, yeah, is that a guy
3: trying to sell me his CD? It is. That's happened to me like four times. Uh, the oh. first time I fell for it, cause the guy was like, "Hey, you want this CD?" And I was like,
4: "What?" Oh my god, like, I saw that guy too. It Was Alex in Chicago? Alex in Chicago. <laughs> he tried to sell me a CD once. Yes. Improv. I think it was like uh,
3: some improv. It was oh. just some improv. singing. He was just in, in his okay. bathroom in his apartment. Like
1: rides up on a Segway, throwing out.
3: He's like, "Hey, here's my people, improv songs.
2: People are gonna think this is a real thing. This didn't. This is not what happened to me in Chicago." It yeah, happened to us, not, though. What? Yeah, that wasn't me, guys. To this
3: is before I knew you. I, I can't believe I ran oh, into you in Chicago.
2: That's so embarrassing. I, I did sit in the subways, um, not the restaurant, but the, the train subways, <laughs> uh, and play music with my guitar case open for mm. money.
4: I have a question about the Segway tours. Was it, you were giving historical tours of Chicago? Yeah, yeah, but you know,
2: the history was not on point.
4: Did you have headsets so that everybody could hear you, or were you just...
2: Nope, just yelling loud. really loud.
4: Wow. You, I got
2: really good at yelling, which is... <laughs> And yeah, that was a I'm seasonal job so too. So loud now, probably. Um, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's Logan's laughing. Why are you laughing? Because
1: you got you didn't get really good at projecting. You got really good at yelling.
2: No, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. Like all the singing training I've had in my life is all projection and the diaphragm. But no, there's a different yell that comes with like Segway tour guide <laughs> slash um, um, uh, lifeguarding.
4: Well, yeah, that's like a hundred fingers away from the mic, you know? Right, hundred fingers away from your audience. Right, you gotta
2: like. Yeah, we won't even get into that today because I don't feel like putting anybody through. What's that. the measurement there? But, Is but it actually wait, what was your
4: question? Oh yeah, you were asking if just if about just... the historical aspect of your yeah, tour.
2: So, so
4: Welcome when back. I first
2: got there, it was I worked for like this really shady Segway company um, wow. called. Uh, uh, gosh, what was it called? I worked for this guy named Dimitri from Greece and. Every analogy that he ever had for, like, teaching you how to do things had to do with some sort of jungle cat. He was such a weird, shady man who, like, was being sued by nine different people in Chicago at the same time, Mm -hmm. and we never knew when the company was going to go under.
3: Well, let's not say jungle cats are shady. I'm just saying. It seems like you're kind of putting an unfair— He said
2: the most inappropriate stuff that I'm definitely going to tell you now, like, to to teach you things. But it's not a
4: jungle cat, then. Just— I'm just, just be saying. quiet. We're the twenty-three year olds that need teaching from Alex. Fair enough. You're okay, right. You're yeah,
2: right. I'm thirty now. I yeah. am your elder. Welcome so you back can... to
3: historically yeah. inaccurate with you Alex. Can... <laughs> Listen here.
2: All right. So, so, Dimitri, when he would try to teach me how to teach other people how to ride a Segway, I'm not joking. This is word for word what he said. So I'd have to put my hand like on their hands to like help them. Right. So they're they're standing on the Segway. They've got their hands on the handlebars, and then I gently put my hands on their hands. And he would go, "When you touch their hands, you're gentle." It's gentle, like a pussy. You touch it gentle, and I was like, "Excuse me, this is just." He was such a weird, uncomfortable man. You'd walk in, and he'd have he'd have videos of like girls in bikinis dancing on the on the on the screen on the computer there while we were like taking tickets for people. It was the weirdest experience, and then after he owed me like 200 dollars i eventually quit and went and worked for the rival segway company
4: <laughs> wow what a rebel
2: i know i know so the we, the way he found out was that he just they pa- i passed them on a segway tour going across uh, the bridge over over the chicago river and i was wearing my bright orange shirt from the other company and they double took alex what is that you and so I went I went into his building, which was, uh, it's the the tall tower that's right at the edge of Navy Pier. Okay, if you ever go, there's Are a big black open? building. Um, I don't know. And, and it, oh, what, Logan has something? Uh,
1: I, I have the answer to that question. I will supplement it at the end of your story.
2: Okay, perfect. And um, so there's this building that's at the end of Navy Pier. I went in there with my orange shirt. He goes, no, get out. Get out. You cannot come in here unless you take your shirt off. And I was like, not about to do that. So I just left and... Swallowed my pride, never got that two hundred dollars, but
4: you guys didn't like fight on Segways? We did not, no, no. We always wanted to joust (gasps) on I was gonna say we should joust on Segways.
2: Yeah. yeah. This is West Side story, but
1: with with segues. segues.
2: So so but every time he was giving an analogy about how to be on your job, you want to be on your toes like a like a tiger. You want to always be ready on the bounce like a tiger. Do not drag your feet like elephant. Do not drag your feet like I'm elephant. I'm so
4: confused. This is literally a segue tour. Yeah, what is this? This was all This, have this, to this do. is what it was
2: like to work with, with Dimitri. This guy was the most interesting man and most terrible person I've ever worked for in my life but. brought to you by dimitri come dimitri. on in
3: alex it's funny you say that uh we actually <laughs> got dimitri right on the other side <laughs> of the door he's,
2: he's, he's, this is what is this mari you gonna find out he's my dad or something and
3: he's actually your dad that's They're why you're so good at the you. accent yes uh
2: but yeah so the 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 stakes were very low on the historically part of it because he didn't he didn't care we were just you know cheating people out of their money it seemed
3: oh geez you're okay is this are they still open logan uh, i gotta know
2: logan what's your question what was the answer that you're that
1: you know? <laughs> i so i googled chicago Segway dimitri oh yeah <laughs> and uh the first two results that pop up are very poor reviews on tripadvisor yeah dot com
2: yeah oh yeah terrible reviews
1: pretty shady and dishonest Quote, the tour guide himself was a nice man, probably you. Could have been me. Aww. But clearly he's shackled by the owner, Dimitri.
2: Yeah. Alex, oh did you write that? That, that? Did was, Alex Seriously, <laughs> that? this is seriously spot on. This is what it was like. Yeah, we and were then, all just held hostage.
1: In all caps, do not use Chicago Segway Tour on Lakeshore Drive. Yep. Um, located in Lake Point Tower Condominium. That's
2: right. Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah. On wow. North Lakeshore
1: Drive. Um, they are definitely still open.
2: Yeah, wow, that's amazing. How are they still in business?
3: I just want to go on record, like, uh, we we here don't associate with Alex. Dimitri, if you, like, send a hit crew, hit Alex, not us. <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> I don't think he's going to be able to hear, be hearing this, so I, I think we'll get away with it okay. But what I, if he
3: does? Yeah, but what yeah. if he does? I, so I'm saying right here, I don't know about you two, but Jake Trumper does not associate with Alex on that cool. scenario. Dimitri, do not kill me. And sure. I'm
4: a little concerned that Jake thinks that Dimitri is going to come after us, so I also echo what thank you what I, Jay I just said, said.
3: from what he said he's just like really sketchy guy like this he seems like he might actually so, send a hit crew like he might <laughs> like you open I your didn't... door and there's a tiger waiting for you to maul you he's like
2: oh you thought it was reference? no and
3: then he has tigers ready I, to kill him. I didn't
2: you. really mean for this to like tigers? just go off the rails into, into what <laughs> oh god she okay I'm it. bringing it back this is me as the conductor putting this train back on the rails right now, because I did not mean for this show to turn into me just bad mouthing Dmitri, which I could do forever, uh-huh. but I really want to learn more about what it's like to be away from home and what comes with and all Broadway. of those emotions. And and I mean, for me, it sucked when I first got to Chicago because I didn't know anybody. I was not busy. I went there with no plan. I was like, I'm just going to go do stand up comedy and do improv classes and whatnot so for you having a plan in place to distract you from the fact that you don't have any friends is super cool <laughs>
4: <laughs> to distract me from not yeah, having any yeah. friends Alex, you yeah. how you
2: just worded
3: <laughs> hey so, so i hear you have no friends but you're
4: pretty busy with but work it you're should busy, be okay you loser <laughs> <laughs> Yikes.
2: I've lost control of my own show.
3: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Here, ready? ready? Uh, mute my mic. I'm out.
2: No,
1: it's
3: okay.
2: Where are we at
1: for time, Logan? <laughs> it's probably time for a mid-roll break.
2: <laughs> I think that's best. Oh, We're see- going to take a minute. I'm going to get this train back on the rails. We're going to talk about home, I guess. <laughs> Some more after the break. We'll be right back. <laughs>
1: You're listening to One Word Stories, brought to you by...
2: Jake are you A. still Arthur, going? Chester
3: A. Arthur, Grover Cleveland, Jake. Benjamin just fast, Harrison, just William Theodore Roosevelt. We are literally Donald running Trump.
2: out of time. <laughs> did you literally forget the president who is right now Joe Biden? Joe Biden.
3: Oh, I did it. Ugh, oh, I was in I was in my groove. Come now.
2: and learn with us everybody.
3: Well, it's still kind of me. I'm I'm kind of doing most You couldn't even the remember the Joe Biden's name. I'm doing most of the teaching. It's mostly you. Thank you.
2: L A S Welcome back to One Word Stories Act Two. Uh, that was intermission, as they would say on Broadway. Am I right, Ellie Detweiler? You are correct, Alex. Thank you, thank you. I'm also joined by Jake as well. Okay.
4: <laughs> oh God, that was so sad. <laughs> okay. All
2: right. Ellie and I are beefing, man. Yeah, you, guys have, you guys have been fighting, um, but in like a fun way. So I fun. love Ellie.
4: It's so fun. Why? Why are you fighting? Because it's just fun. No, it's, just it's not, a, not fights. P-
3: it's not fights. It's like what you fun bickering. About? We're the same bickering. age. We understand. That's how you become. F- that's- QR
4: codes. QR codes. He knows what that means. You don't.
2: Yeah, exactly.
4: We can man. talk about old, them. old
3: young Broadway chick. Friendship. Right. Wow. There.
2: I feel so excluded. And yeah. I'm a little hurt. Um, Today's word is <laughs> excluded. Today's word is hurt and Excluded. <laughs> Um, we were, how do I how do I get this back?
3: I don't know. The word is home and I'll just throw it in. Um, I'm glad Ellie has left home and is far away off to Broadway and her own little. Now, area. Elliot,
2: this is your chance to take that the wrong way.
3: Yeah. So, because I feel like there's just too much talent in Cedar Rapids, you gotta, you gotta leave.
2: Get Thank out. you. What? No, you're oh, supposed to be like, sweet. oh, you want me to go? No, that when was the one, though. When I say it, it's <laughs> uh, okay.
3: That's fine. <laughs> that's a, it's a, that's called the old switcheroo, the one eighty. You think it's gonna be beef, and then it's not, and it's friendship.
2: I guess so. So I don't really know how to get this back to home, to be honest. We I really wanted to find out about how, should, how you guys felt about leaving home. Yeah, th- there you go. But I don't really want to force it. because Did it
4: you ever we... feel homesick? Yes.
2: Good question. That was yes, great. That great took answer. a very long right, time. I'm so sorry. Question. Yes, of
4: course I did. Because I love Cedar Rapids so much. I did. Here, we'll get into this bit. I did leadership for five seasons through the Economic Alliance when I was a junior in high school. And through that, I knew like everything about the arts when I was younger. But with that, you learned, you took like a health day, you did like a science day, Uh, you met different people around the community and really learned what else made Cedar Rapids cool. And that was kind of when I was like, oh my gosh, all my friends keep talking about how they can't wait to leave for college and get away from here, but I think it's really cool. There's not like a weekend where I don't have something to do or go to or a new restaurant to try, so I just didn't understand why other people didn't like Cedar Rapids as much as I did, so I'm very glad that you also love Cedar Rapids, Jake.
3: Yeah, I love... Where'd you go to college?
4: Drake in Des Moines.
3: Oh, awesome. Okay, so still in the Iowa area. Where did
4: you half go to college?
3: Let's see. Um, First, I went to Kirkwood, dropped out after day one, then I applied to Iowa, got accepted, Nice. Dropped out after day one. Um, that's nice. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. A- Alex, where did you? I went to Kirkwood Go. for a semester. What did you think of Kirkwood? It was cool. It was really great, especially if you're like right out of high school. You're mm-hmm. like, and you want to kind of keep living the high school experience. I didn't, and it
2: just kind of felt like high school. Yeah. It did feel like high school. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't. I didn't want to be there. I just was there because you felt like you had to be. I feel like I had to be there. So. Wait.
3: Do you have a college degree? No, I only went <gasps> for one semester. I don't know if there was more. I don't know. I don't understand college. I don't know semester. That's a big word. I went to one, one day. day. <laughs> I don't understand what that means, Alex. Okay, semester
1: is a day two word.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. got gotcha. you. That's what we, they teach you.
2: We learned that on after day, syllabus two. day.
3: All I learned was syllabus. Okay,
1: that's
2: yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I felt like I felt like leaving was my college experience. You know, I went off and made a bunch mm-hmm. of mistakes in Chicago and was semi-anonymous and was able to just be a douche can I ask you two huge questions learn from a bunch of mistakes sure Alex first what was the biggest mistake you made in Chicago oh don't that's a whole episode. Okay,
3: Ellie first. What was the biggest mistake you made in New York? Oh,
2: don't. That's a whole episode. <laughs> okay. That is. That's like a whole huge story. No, like, oh my not. gosh. You
3: just tell the story real quick. You tell your 10-minute story. She tells her 10-minute story. Bing, bang, no. we're out of here by See, a okay, time. this is,
2: and it's also very, uh, Seriously, I'm going to have to save that one. Because the biggest mistake I ever made in Chicago was a, terrible day in my life
3: okay okay the not biggest mistake but what's your what do you feel like uh, you missed out on in chicago what do you feel like you haven't done um, yet that you wish you
2: uh, would okay that's a that's a different question what do i regret not doing what do i feel like i missed out on and ellie you start thinking about that too because uh, you had to leave you weren't in new york for very long so what do you feel like you
1: <sighs> alex i'll give you a quick second to think about it because i just want to say shout out lfs leadership for five seasons Love it. I That was one of the like defining experiences for my time in Cedar Rapids also. And so if you ever, listener, have a chance to do LFS or anything like that that allows you to connect with your city on a deeper level, highly recommend it changed
4: my
2: life it was amazing I lfs it. uh lfs.com
1: live laugh love live L- L- laugh. Yes. <laughs> cedar rapids metro economic alliance they are our chamber of commerce and they run the leadership uh, for five seasons program
2: mm-hmm. yep yep and their slogan is not live laugh love uh i don't know i don't know man um i didn't audition enough i guess that's probably my biggest regret in chicago i went there to audition for stuff and didn't really audition at all
3: if you could go back and, like, tell yourself... Because we talked about this in our last episode... Or two episodes ago, of Imposter Syndrome. Uh, we talked about it, how uh, you were kind of upset at yourself because you were afraid of failure. You didn't do it, right? Mm-hmm. You didn't audition. Mm-hmm. Would you go back and tell yourself? Be like, hey, well, yeah. do it? Like, do you feel confident now if you did go back for a little bit? Would you audition?
2: Yeah, definitely. Because yeah, awesome. I, I give way less... I, I give way less fucks now than I did back then about what people thought, so... Yeah, like I have messed up in front of crowds so many times at this point in my life that I have gotten so used to like that quote unquote failure that it doesn't hurt as much. So it's easier to go back and...
3: Do you ever wish that you would have done it the opposite way, stay in Cedar Rapids when you were younger and gain more experience, then move to Chicago older, or...
2: Possibly. I mean, I did think about that. I was like, if I would have stayed here, maybe if I was, I would have gotten the radio job at a younger age, and then I would have gotten some more experience and entertainment and, and that stuff, and then, but if that would have happened, I would have ended up just still staying here because opportunity after opportunity just keeps happening Mm -hmm. there are a ton of opportunities that happen in cedar rapids and if you look for them it's easy to just kind of get yourself lost in them so um which is a good thing but Mm -hmm. if you're looking to move away it's easier to i don't know it's kind of it's kind of hard to find those opportunities elsewhere which brings us to ellie
4: hi (laughs) um geez i think my main issue when I moved to New York for those two and a half months was just that I didn't know anybody. And then the only people that I saw every day were my coworkers, And so I think I just got really into the job and loved staying busy because that was what kept me around people that I felt comfortable with. And I would go mm-hmm. to as many work events as I could or, I don't know, just try to stay as connected to the office as I could because I didn't know anybody else outside of it and I felt really uncomfortable like going out to meals by yourself especially in a city as big as New York mm-hmm. sometimes like you're not even glanced at if you're just sitting at a table by yourself so that was fine but it always feels weird to like sit at a table with headphones in and not talk to anybody when you're in the biggest city in the world quote unquote hmm. with all of these people in a city that never you're sleeps
2: surrounded by everyone but you feel so alone at the oh same my gosh. time it, it is really kinda is. It is kind of weird, um, but you think that a lot of the people that you're working with are probably in the same boat, coming from other places and feeling like they're leaving all their friends behind. So that, yeah. work family,
4: and that was a big connection. Kind of becomes a thing, yeah.
2: And you guys found ease connecting on that and finding your work family. Are you keeping in touch with those people pretty well now? And you've got like a, a group of people you're going back to at this point.
4: Sort of. It's. Once again, it's mostly work people. There are about five or six other people outside of work that I know, and I'll be moving back with another uh, friend that went to Drake that I graduated with, who also got a job out there. So that'll be a start. Oh, good! It's having a, a good roommate that I'll be able to hang out with. See, what I was going to ask is like,
2: has New York even felt like home yet? But
4: well, once I wanted it to because I was so I was so ready to not look like a tourist or a newbie mm-hmm. that I just completely associated myself with everything that a New Yorker is associated with. And I don't know, I just felt more comfortable doing that than anything else. So, so. at this
2: point, are you more excited to go back? Or are you uh, bummed to be leaving home? I mean, I'm sure it's a little bit of both, but...
4: It is a little bit of both. It's kind of more nervous this time around, because last time I had so much to distract me when I was moving, and now, you know, I just, like, memorized all the stops on my subway route, or... <laughs> I had just found, like, my favorite restaurants that I would want to go back to, and everything was kind of new, and I was just getting the hang of it, and now I'm going back, living in a different place, a different part of Manhattan, like, mm-hmm. it's it's going to be different. I am excited to go back to what I was doing, because I love it so much, but it's going to be tough to leave Cedar Rapids, which I've now made my home for the past year and a half. Right, and you've gotten used to working.
2: Well, have you been, you've been working remotely, correct?
4: Yeah, the whole time.
2: So you got to shift that entire point of view as well.
4: I know. It'll what? be a different life, but I don't know. What are you going to miss about Cedar Rapids? But... Oh, I'm going to miss the people. and That's,
2: that's the biggest thing, right?
4: Mm-hmm. My favorite part about living in Cedar Rapids was that you could have, like, a very small town life, but then always travel. Like, my family traveled a lot, and so it was we would come back to good old small town Cedar Rapids and go back to our usual routines, but then also go... Uh, Other places in the United States and like have your big city time, but then be able to come home and like have your relaxing Midwestern life of sitting on your porch and watching the corn grow.
2: You know, that's actually that that's definitely one of the things i did miss when i was living in chicago mm-hmm. i would come back and i would want to do outdoor things people yes. you come back and your friends are like oh what can we show what can we show this my friend that's coming into town from chicago what can we do here let's let's go to the bars let's go and let's go to this thing that has all these people at it it's like oh i do enough of that i would love to just get outside and just be in some quiet place with a bonfire cuz you never get to do that in the big city mm-hmm. You never get to look up and you never see stars. It's just it's just loud and bright at all times. So, um, Jake, you can feel good that you've never had a chance to miss that, I guess.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, I I've like traveled a lot and do a lot of stuff besides that, but it's uh, like you said, it's always just great to come back to Cedar Rapids. It's just I there's something about it. I grew up more in. Uh, Closer to farms. My grandparents owned a horse farm. My parents now own a horse farm. I, my first job was working on a farm. I've just never really liked the city. And to me, it's funny. You're like Cedar Rapids, small city. To me, Cedar Rapids has always been, Cedar Rapids, Iowa City are like the city. I live in the city now, which Mm. is a weird concept for me because I grew up in such a small town. So it's so interesting. Like Chicago, New York just do not sound Fun, unless I like had to go there well, to be an
4: actor. <laughs> Once again, I know it's not for everybody. When I went out to New York the first time, my parents and I did a road trip out there so that mm-hmm. we could carry some more stuff. And it definitely is not a place for everybody. My dad did not seem to enjoy it, which I knew he wasn't going to. It really is not for everybody, and I understand why. Because I was even a little excited to come home for those what I thought was going to be two weeks and get mm-hmm. some some downtime, some time alone, some quiet time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it really, it's... It can be a lot to push in your face and it feels like as soon as you step out like it it just the world feels so much busier and so much more yeah I don't know like
3: it, it was super fun the like week and a half I was there really fun experience but in my head I was like like I got stuck in the subway thing like the little turn thingy I turned it wrong and now I'm stuck and I have to rescan I was like <laughs> I was like, I don't want to, I, I, I would hate it here. I You can't wake up five minutes before, like, to come to this. I woke up at 7.45, and I was like, oh, I'll be there in time. No problem. I'm five minutes away from here. And it just feels like in big cities, it's like you could be five minutes away, but is it really Yeah, five mm-hmm. minutes oh, away? Oh, no, no.
2: Everything took 45. Oh, that's that's the biggest thing I do not miss about Chicago, mm-hmm. though, was the 45-minute commute to everywhere, no matter what, or longer.
4: Ooh, I got through some really great books. I read more than I've ever read on the subway every morning. <laughs> not, it was like once a week I would finish a book.
2: It was God, insane. I get motion sickness, though. I get, I get oh, motion yeah. sickness on the train reading, so I was like... Just sitting there listening to music, staring at the person's shoes that sitting across the aisle from me.
3: Gotta listen to audiobooks. That's what I do on my three-hour drive. I listen to history audiobooks, but then I get really depressed. Or listen God, to podcasts. So cool. <laughs> or listen to podcasts like this one. Don't listen to audiobooks. What listen am I saying? To podcast. Listen to LAS Podcasts. <laughs> with a, I listen to LAS Podcast Network uh, oh. with from one dad to another. And what do you want to talk about? Wow. And the marketing
2: one.
4: <laughs> L-A-S. LAS.
2: Wow. Whoa. That was crazy. <laughs> Um, uh, Ellie, what advice would you have for somebody who wants to move away from home, but just can't do it?
4: I would say, I don't know, find a reason to. My main reason was, the main reason I wanted to move to New York was for the job. And so I made that my main goal. I cannot move to the city that I would like to live in until I get a job or a financial stability of some kind. That kind of sounds pretty, I don't know. No, that sounds that's sort of bad, like I'm limiting myself, but I thought it was a smart decision. Oh, right? Yeah. I, Maybe.
2: I think I think that's a really smart decision. <laughs> not to say that there's look, there's not one reason to move, right? There that mm-hmm. this there your advice is gonna be different than mine, because
4: yeah.
2: I would say take the leap, you know. I mean just just go for it. If if your gut's telling you to do it, things kinda fall into place. You gotta go out there and get a job. I like the fact of like I wanna do this, so I'm gonna go out there, and the fact that I'm out here now is going to force me to get a job. and Because it all just kind of works out. <laughs> Are you making fun of me for, for pounding on the table? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm giving a, a presidential speech. And it has more power than I bang on the table. Uh, but yeah, no, I there's two ways to do it. No, sorry, there's a million ways to do it, but we've got very two different ways of yeah. doing it. You know? It's good to have a plan.
4: Mm-hmm. And I was just graduating college too, so I I don't know, I wanted some stability in my life and wanted to be able to live on my own and mm-hmm. not have to worry about anybody else sort of supporting me and that was the best way I could do it was to push myself to make sure I had a job. And I know it sounds pretty easy that the job fell into place, but it was a lot well, of hard, hard work and I you did a had a planning. lot of planning. Yeah.
2: Um, uh, I had to take a lot of steps to get to that eventually. So I did. it's not something that just happens overnight in four steps like we've made it seem to be on this mm-hmm. episode. Um, well, I think that's all we're going to cover today with our home episode of One Word Stories. Ellie Detweiler, thanks so much for coming in and joining us today. Your energy is infectious, as always, um, and we wish you the best in New York City on Broadway. In
3: the big city, college kid going to the big <laughs> city, leaving us back here. Tell Tell Bruce small Springsteen
2: I said hi. Yeah. Howdy. Tell him I tell said him howdy. Howdy. Tell him. See if we can get on his uh, podcast with Obama.
4: Ooh. Is that a
2: thing? Yeah. yeah. Bruce Springsteen's got a podcast with Obama now. Mm-hmm. Well,
4: good for him. Show on Broadway and a podcast. Well, what more can you yeah, ask? For? What yeah. more And can you he's ask working for? with Ellie Detweiler, so his hey. life is pretty good <laughs> right pretty now. <laughs> hey, we got new episodes
2: coming out every single Wednesday uh, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. More information on laspodcast on LAS podcast Network.com. You can even support us on Patreon.com slash LAS Podcast Network. We can get all sorts of amazing benefits. And also, have you guys heard about this this terrible rash that everyone's getting? But only the people that are subscribed to our podcast network don't have the rash. So I don't know what I don't know what it is, but if you do subscribe to our podcast network, I can guarantee you you won't get this very specific rash that tons of people are getting that are not subscribed God. to our podcast network.
3: <laughs> just you just hear Ellie go, oh God.
2: Again, that's <laughs> patreon.com slash LAS Podcast Network. Um, I'm Alex Schulte. That's Jake Trumper. Ellie Detweiler, thank you so much for joining us today. Any any last words that I, that you'd like to go out on? Uh no. Cool. But thank you for having me here. <laughs> You're welcome back. What a back. treat. What a treat. You're welcome back anytime. I'm really glad we got to fit it in before you before you go off to to New Ditch York Ditch out. Again. All right. We'll be back next week. Talk to you then.
3: You can support the LAS Podcast Network
4: at patreon.com slash LAS Podcast Network.
1: New episodes every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can find your podcasts.
3: Wait, are we back in? Yeah, you already played all the ads.
2: Oh, can we we do that again? I was not ready. We have to do that. I'm not doing this.
1: Boo,
3: Alex. Oh my god! Okay, is now like it's, Alex unusable. Is the worst. it's unusable. It's <laughs> unusable. What an awful. Your show can be explicit. <laughs> what an awful. <laughs> We've done it before. <laughs> We've we gotten this.
2: <laughs> I am okay with the show being explicit. <sighs> but not that explicit. <laughs> not that explicit. L A
4: S. Mango Mustache Media.